twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. And welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll ponder the popularity of dual-band portable amateur radios. We'll discuss the rise of the dual-band portable handheld transceiver, the increasing demand for a digital ham radio capable of dual-band operation, and why most business radios are still single-band models. We'll also review the TYT-MD2017 dual-band DMR digital two-way radio, announce the winners of our MD2017 Guess the Date contest, and take some of your comments and questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. BuyTwoWayRadios.com, your radio specialist. It was one year ago when TYT announced the arrival of the MD9600, a new mobile digital radio available in a choice of either a single UHF or VHF band. The news created quite a stir in the amateur radio community, first excitement and anticipation, and later disappointment and frustration as subsequent delays pushed back the release of this radio indefinitely. In late 2016, TYT announced the first dual-band portable handheld DMR digital radio, the MD2017, and it did arrive. It arrived to the U.S. market this month, and it quickly became one of the biggest events in the digital amateur radio community since the arrival of the single-band TYT-MD380. But why? Why is this dual-band digital radio such a big deal? And what's the big deal with dual-band radios anyway? Good question. The, the MD-2017, and that's a question that we've gotten a few times since the introduction of the 2017, so I guess we thought it would make a good, good podcast topic here. Dual-band radios are nothing new at all in the marketplace for mobiles, and, and they've been around for quite a while for, for handheld radios. But Right. The, the MD-2017 is the first digital DMR dual band radio. And we weren't really, we knew it would be a popular radio, but I, I wasn't really ready for it to be uh, quite the event that it was. And, you know, we, we have been just bombarded with orders and calls for this radio since it, we first received them in stock. So uh, we started kind of asking, you know, what's the difference between, you know, it's, it's very similar to the 380 mm-hmm. and, um, 390 radios that are already available, but the big difference is it's dual band versus single band. What makes the dual band so much more attractive than the single band? And I, I think I've got a good answer for that. Do you want to hear it? Sure. Let's hear it. Fire away. I think that the MD2017 people look at as being able to replace any other HT that they currently have. If you've got a single band MD380, 
you're probably going to get the UHF model because that's what works with most of the repeaters that are out there that are DMR or VHF if that's what happens to be in your area. But you still can't use that radio to talk analog because a lot of the analog repeaters are two meter. Mm-hmm. Here with the MD2017, you can throw your UV5R away or your dual band analog radio. You no longer need that because the MD2017 can do it all. It can do the analog on both bands and it can do the DMR. So People don't have to keep uh, two radios, three radios uh, on their belt. They can just carry around one radio and that's all they need. Right. That, that is my opinion of why this radio is, is so popular. People look at this as being able to consolidate devices. Now you don't need as many. You don't need a separate radio for DMR versus analog. Mm-hmm. One can do everything. And plus it's got, you know, everything else. That you, it's a waterproof radio. It's, um, you know, a very good high quality business quality radio. So it can be used by businesses as well because it is Part 90 type accepted now for uh, business use. Absolutely. Now, I don't really see the MD-2017 replacing the MD-380 as the popular radio for businesses because it, it's higher priced. And like uh, we're probably going to talk about at some point in this episode, businesses don't really need the dual band functionality that the MD-2017 offers. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if businesses purchase it, but I still think the MD380 is going to be the most popular radio for businesses if they're looking for something in this class. I agree. Well, looking back, I mean, about 15 years ago, uh, dual band handheld radios, they were available, but they just weren't that common and they weren't cheap at all. And, you know, it wasn't really until the Chinese invasion, as I like to call it, Mm -hmm. of uh, the last decade that a lot of these dual band radios were brought to the masses, really, as a very, very affordable option. Right. I, I see that as being more of a, a Chinese radio, like the ocean, started with the oceans and um, then Baofeng, of course. Yeah, the Baofeng. Driving prices down. And I, I believe that, I don't think it's so much a dual band thing. I think that the existing radios from Kenwood, ICOM, Yesu were dual band. So that's what the... Chinese companies had to come out with so that they were comparable and they, they were just so much cheaper that brought the prices down. Um, that, that made it very attractive to, to hams but also uh, their, their businesses using a lot of these radios and, uh, and, and the interesting thing is that the Chinese really didn't market a lot of these radios to hams to begin with. They were really intended to be for business use. Uh, yeah, and if if you see, uh, I mean, you, you watch videos where you see documentaries and things where people are going around in, in companies in, yeah. in Europe or China, a lot of times they're using what looks like a UV-5R. Uh, I've seen documentaries where the uh, Ukrainian military is using UV-5Rs. Police forces and things yeah. like that. It, it's surprising, but um, I don't know that it's just a, a dual band functionality that they're using or... Um, just that that happens to be the popular radio. I'd be interested to learn. If you have any more info, please let us know. <laughs> <laughs> but it, what it has done is it has brought dual band functionality to the forefront for a lot of hams. Now, it seems that if a radio is single band, mm-hmm. uh, at least in the ham community, it's seen as it's seen as passe. You know? Yeah, I, I think that 
goes along with ham radio in general, though. And I think it's been around for, that idea has been around for a long time. Now, I, I could be wrong. I'm rather new to ham. I've been a ham for a few years, but, uh, you know, we started out with business radios and kind of learned ham as we jumped in feet first. But, I don't know, I kind of feel like hams use a lot of different bands in general like even mm-hmm. the hf stuff you see you know 10 meter 6 meter um 60 meter they're all over the place and those really expensive receivers that, that they use or hf radios in general always seem to be multi-band and i think people jump they, they aren't always on you know one band if you're using right. hf right and the way ham works is you're, you're talking to you know people that you don't really know or maybe people you've had a conversation with, but you're not talking to friends and family or people that, that you're working with. Like um, You're looking, you're scanning for other people that are also using radios that you can have a conversation with. And multiple bands help you do that. Now, when the uh, single band DMR radios came out, that was a pretty big deal for the hams, but it, it wasn't until... Uh, TYT started throwing around the concept of a dual bander that hams really just got all excited about. And now that it's out, it just seems like, well, that's that's what everybody's been waiting for. Um, but, you know, that, this is for the ham community. As far as businesses are concerned, um, they don't really share that same enthusiasm i think for for dual banders it seems like for most businesses or at least smaller businesses uh, a single band radio is is perfectly fine you, you don't get any of that much from businesses do you anthony they're, they're looking for dual band no yeah no because they're usually they're going to be licensed for you know either uhf or vhf frequencies you know buying a dual band radio would be overkill for them yeah the benefit of dual band is that you can have a larger area to scan for people to have a conversation with mm-hmm. businesses are just going to have a conversation with the guy in the warehouse or you know and they're all they're going to have their radios pre-configured by their dealer and they're going to be on licensed frequencies so you know they're not looking for random people to talk to on the radios they're looking to do their work more efficiently which is why I think it's kind of interesting that that a lot of the Chinese radios um, were really aimed at businesses but it's really not the businesses that are using them so much as the as the ham guys, at least here in this country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know really what the explanation for that would be, uh, unless maybe, um, you know, a lot of those dealers, Baofeng has a huge selection of single-band radios as well. Mm-hmm. Hey, the BF888 is one of the most popular business radios that uh, are used overseas anyway, and it's a really cheap single-band UHF radio, I believe. It may be uh, just that because the UV5Rs are also so cheap, that's what the dealers happen to be carrying, and mm-hmm. it does everything. So maybe that's the uh, the reason. I don't know. I, I can't see the benefit of businesses having dual band. Unless you're a business where it requires you to be indoors and outdoors and being able to be spread out over an area where sometimes – they need to be on VHF. Sometimes they need to be on UHF. But then you're having to buy, at least here in the U.S., you're having to buy licenses for both of those, for frequencies on, on both those bands. And that gets pretty I expensive. I guess if you're trying to get as optimal as possible. But, I mean, realistically, UHF and the 
450 to 470 range works perfectly well outside. Mm-hmm. If you've got a, an indoor outdoor situation, I would a hundred out of a hundred times put a customer on UHF versus saying half of you are going to be using VHF and half are going to be using UHF. The only businesses I've seen that that tend to buy both UHF and you know dual band, um, a couple park rangers because mm-hmm. they fire departments you know like volunteer firefighters and things like that just because they they if they're on a system that you know the fire department uses vhf but the police department may use uhf right analog they program both um i got a guy that comes in all the time and buys um just little you know little bale fangs or whooshins and he buys both and because they're they're inexpensive and he can program both to talk to you know he's a small county and they don't have they're just using regular analog still but he can scan and listen to both of them both the uhf and vhf the park ranger guys same thing they can they can um, have one department that's on uhf and one's on vhf and he can listen to both that made me think of another possible use case for dual band radios for businesses it may be a good transitional radio like let's say um, i've seen a lot of um, businesses that have been licensed for decades using vhf that want to move to uhf Right. And if that's the case, perhaps something like the MD-2017 or a dual band radio in general would be a good new model because they can move to UHF frequencies, use it on their new radios while still keeping old equipment and programming a channel in the 2017s to talk to the older equipment. And then as it dies or as they get the budget to replace it, they can move to a full fleet of UHF radios. Well, Motorola and and some of the other uh, big manufacturers, uh, they do have uh, dual band radios that, and a lot of them are P twenty five radios, mm-hmm. which would make sense as to what Anthony was saying. Uh, that would that would make sense. Um, but you, do you really think the MD twenty seventeen would um, would uh, put more businesses on a on a on a dual band track. I mean, I, I don't know that I really see that happening. But no, I, I just don't see the the point. At least for the type of businesses we deal with, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think there's any benefit. Uh, I, I see very few benefits to being able to use both bands. It, it would be a smarter business move, in my opinion, to buy if you're looking at this class of radio and and. Really, I probably wouldn't recommend this for businesses. I'd probably recommend a more business-oriented product. But if you're looking at an MD-2017, most likely I'm going to say spend less money and go with the MD-380. It's probably a smarter purchasing yeah. decision. And and it's also part 90 type accepted yeah. for business use. So, um, I mean, yeah. I, I would rather than buy an MD-27. It's twice as expensive, so I guess it's better for, for us. But if I were the that business owner, I think that, the right choice is probably to, to spend less money, get a very similar radio in the MD-380 or MD-390 if you need waterproof. Um, that that one, makes sense. One thing I think is interesting is we've learned, uh, you led the show with a um, MD-9600 um, mm-hmm. introduction about it being single band. We've recently learned that TYT plans on making that a dual band model also. So I thought that was an interesting update. And it's not dead. <laughs> I keep getting a couple of emails a day that it was a dead. Is it, and it's closer than ever. It's closer than ever. It was being, uh, as of two days ago, it was being bench tested. Um, so they can send the demo to me to, to test out and 
so it's finally becoming or once i have a tracking number it'll feel a little bit better and then once it actually shows up i'll probably sit in my office and cradle it and cry a little bit and, <laughs> and uh and we're not going to let them completely off the hook here they, they've uh mm. you know we were supposed to have had those demos um i don't know a couple of weeks ago i guess right they you know i appreciate they they, they found another little bug so they're trying to get it fixed and uh, it was with a resistor so I'd rather them get it uh, get it fixed now than us order several uh, we, cases. We've said and, that over and yeah, over and over yeah, again. Yeah, you, uh, you you definitely want the kinks worked out of it before. Um, it's one of those things. If we don't, then we're going to hear about it. Right. <laughs> you know. So it's like you don't. Well, end I'm, up- I'm hearing about it because we don't have it, but I'm hearing about it because uh, <laughs> we sent out junk. <laughs> it's uh, we don't want to have to send a thousand of these things back. Right. Absolutely not. Yeah. All right. Well, any other the thoughts? internet might crash though as soon as that goes live. <laughs> if the twenty seventeen is any indication, that's a, a possibility. I'd say. I mean, it might be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any other thoughts on the dual band radios here? No, I think we got that covered. All right. Well, coming up, we'll review the TYT MD twenty seventeen dual band DMR digital two way radio. Is it a dashing dual band delight on DMR or a disappointingly dull digital dud? We'll find out next on the Two Way Radio Show. Searching for two way radios? Buy Two Way Radios has what you need. Buy Two Way Radios is the source for two way radios and radio accessories from major name brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. Buy Two Way Radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. Our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show, and this week we're going to review a new dual-band DMR digital two-way radio from TYT, the MD-2017. Well, it finally hit our office last week, <laughs> long anticipation on this uh, this radio. I, I was one of the lucky ones and had one here about a month before everybody else and got to play with it and you know finally get to hold it and, and listen to it and program it and all that good stuff. And um so yeah the first true dual band dual mode dmr digital analog uhf vhf handy talk this radio looking at it it's it's i call it the 380 uh, a, a 380 or a 390 uhf and vhf had a baby and, and this is the <laughs> the more handsome uh design and and capable of a lot more than than those uh early models um i really like the design on this you know the first thing i'm going to gripe about is and i hear gripes about is the rollerball 
People have yeah. They they've gotten rid of the arrow keys and right. you've got to use a rollerball. Yep. And first thing I did is I pulled it out of the box and I said, yeah, it reminds me of you know 2007 with my BlackBerry, and I mean it worked, but I programmed my side keys to be my up and down, mm-hmm. just to make it easier for channel selections and things like that, and really. Once you get used, it, it would not break me on buying one of these if I was the average Joe. You get used to it. Um, is it quirky in the beginning? Yes, it's like anything else. But it's it's there's a workaround to it. I mean, really, the only time you're going to use it is going into the menu, and really, you don't even you can still use your up and down keys, you know, that you program on the side. But um, is it a negative overall, or do you think it's a positive? After you've gotten used to it, after I've gotten used to it, it's great. My only would you cons- still rather have arrow keys? I'd rather have a toggle switch in there, mm-hmm. um, a little joystick or something. I've had several people say they wish they would have put a, a toggle in there. I see. Um, yeah, that would have been better. Um, Someone asked me, um, I think on the YouTube channel the other day, uh, can't you just if, if you don't like the trackball, can't you use just use the arrow keys and, and uh, around the trackball? And, and well, no, they're not really. Pushable. <laughs> no, yeah. those are just directional to yeah, show you which way you're all. you're doing what. But I mean, honestly, I think that once this is not going to be a deal breaker for TYT. Uh, I think it's. I think they could have designed it better, but you know, it, for what the radio does, it's not. You know, it's. You look at this feature list. Right. It is, it's that well worth the price in what it does as is evident from the number of orders that right. we've gotten in the first week right it's um so it basically has a lot of the same functionality as the 380s and 390s um they did boost the channel uh limit it's not just limited to zones of 16 channels now it's um I think it's 31 channels per zone now is what you can do. Hmm, that's um, contacts, too. They Contacts went up, there. yes. That that was a big – there's over in the United States, there's 28,000 users, I think, in the DMR Mark um, phone book, so to say. And granted, this is still only holds 10,000. I'm trying to get them to up that, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I still think – 10,000 contacts is more than enough. I mean, your first 15 contacts are going to be your talk groups for the different, uh, you know, repeaters, mm-hmm. you know, Brandmeister and TAC 310 and all that good stuff. Um, and then the rest are going to be, con- you know, aliases for other users. Uh, I, to me, it's not that big of a deal. There's there's several people that are, you know, want every contact in there so they know exactly who it is. Yeah, I noticed that we we've received complaints from people about it saying it that's still not enough. That's still not enough. At the minimum, we want 30,000 contacts or 40,000. I mean, when when is it enough? It, it, for some people it will it's never, never be never enough. Be enough. Yeah. It will never be enough. Um, well, I can see that they they would want to just have enough to put every ham in right, the database right. in the radio and that even but all if the it silent keeps, keys, that <laughs> would be nice. But if it keeps growing like it is, let's say you know there's twenty eight thousand users as of today. Yeah, eventually you, you're still going to run out of. You're memory. going to put thirty thousand yeah. in there, so great. You got two thousand extra spots, but in a year from now, it could be forty thousand users. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's 
way I look at it when you're on there, if they don't pop up in your database on your, you know, with their name on there, it still has their user ID. You're going to get their name anyway. That's just ham radio. You oh, you, you get a name, you know. Um, and you can always go back in and add them later. I mean, a lot of that list is people that are no longer in DMR. You yeah. know, or they've got duplicate entries um, or whatever the case. So it's not that list is not 100% either. Um, it does have a record function. Um, I was to, waiting for you to mention that because that's the one thing that's not on my feature list here that I put on here, but it's yeah, worth mentioning. It's, I think it's one of those. I think it, me personally, I think it's cheesy. I think the Chinese are notorious for throwing a cheesy a flashlight. I think flashlights on radios are cheesy. Um, wrist straps that come with them. I think that's cheesy. Um, you know, it's like a, it's a a value item, but you know. Uh, record and uh, the reason i say so it's neat to be able to you know record i could see where maybe a business would want to go Mm -hmm. record this and come back and play this address i've got to go to this house and you know put the address in there i can't write it down i'm driving um there's no way to pull it off though so you You have to use the menu of the radio right you know you you get on there and you're talking dmr and all of a sudden you're talking to an alien life form and you want to prove it to everybody you got to take your radio to them and say, "Listen, if you can't pull it off and upload it to YouTube or or pull out the voice recorder on your iPhone, I guess you right, can, uh, you could do that that way, I guess." But, but then they're not um, going to believe you. But it's eight hours of record time. <laughs> I mean, who's um, going to use eight hours? I asked Chris the other day. I said, "Does it really have eight hours of record time, uh, or does it just say that?" And he says, "I I haven't been able to. It's impossible max it out. To, 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 to just check it. Yeah, um, it's." What I'm trying to get, to get them to do with that is, because I think eight hours was probably holding up a lot of memory, I'm trying to get them to maybe bump that down to three hours and then up the contacts list. You know, take, that would make sense. Sacrifice one yeah. for the other. Um, so they're, they're looking into that, and, you know, that may be a firmware um, uh, upgradable function in, in the near future. I mean, it's another thing about it is it is fully firmware upgradable. So like the MD380 where it started with version 1.0, one three and now it's on version 1.32 um you know you could as changes are made and bugs are found you can upgrade it you don't have to um you know like some of the lesser like the bayo things and whooshins that aren't firmware upgradable you can upgrade this one mm-hmm. um fully you know waterproof submersible um like the 390 um one big change on it was the uh, accessory adapter on the yeah. side you know for the chinese are notorious for copying the kenwood connector on <laughs> bayo fangs the the 380s 390s the wushins a lot of them this one they went with a multi-pin connector i don't know the reasoning behind it but so that does you can't use your speaker mic from your 390 on this radio well i guess if you had an adapter you could but um and they actually used the Motorola. Uh, they copied a Motorola multi-pin connector for that. It's an M3. M3. Yeah. You know, I think one theory behind switching over the connector is to to keep it a little more waterproof. I guess. And it could be waterproof. Yeah, it, it absolutely could be. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's a uh, you know, so far, the word on it has been promising. Um, I tested it for about a month. Chris here tested it for about a month, and it pretty much works the same way. The programming looks about the same. The software, 
few little changes because you're now able to add banks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, listen to uh, your VHF analog on Bank B and you know, the dual watch, and you've got the, the digital UHF up top. You can toggle between the two. Um, but other than that, it's, it's uh, again, like a 380 or 390 on steroids, um, bigger and better. What's been the initial reaction uh, from people who, who received these radios so far? So far, so good. I mean, we've only been shipping for a week. Um, so people but, are just now starting to get them, I guess. Right. And, you know, there's been a few little bugs and whatnot, but it's, uh, as much as I hate to say it, a lot of it's user error. Um, you know, I, I just say that if you, you know, if you need support, you bought the radio from us and you need support, you got a question, contact us first. Um, these are smart radios. You don't want to. I had somebody the other day that bricked to their radio because you know we know there's firmware hacks out there and they tried to write an md380 tools to this radio and it bricked the radio and you know ask first it's it's two different radios don't don't just assume um but sound quality is great i've had nothing but good um reports coming back when i when i check in on you know the the dmr side uh, the analog comes through just fine, receives just fine. Very sensitive radio. It, it receives just as well as um, my Vertex Standard Everge radio that's programmed the same way. It receives just as well as that one does. Sometimes you see where you know the antenna quality or the receive may not be as sensitive as a major brand name. It, it receives and, and, and just fine. Um, the biggest thing is the price point. 220 bucks for a you know and as danny mentioned you know i go to ham fest and i see guys with two three radios on their belt and they've got an md380 or 390 for their digital and then they've got a baofeng or a wooshin or an icom on for their analog stuff and now they can consolidate it down to one radio yeah and, and, and that comes out to about the same price really when you look at it you right an MD right 380 and md390 it's going to cost around 220 right there. right so it's um you know I, I think they i think they hit a home run with it you know the i think the best is yet to come though we'll see you know the improvements that they they can make and i'm sure there's going to be people that critique it and find things that are you know it's like anything else i mean i had somebody mention to me one time two by two sure does have a lot of firmware updates i said so is apple yeah, I'm an Apple user. But I'm constantly fresh. having to update my iPhone and iPads and MacBooks because they come out with firmware updates as well. They find things that go wrong with it. But it also and keeps they you make from having to buy a new right. one every year. Right, you know? right. So, um, you know, we're always open to, you know, if you find stuff, I always, you know, I know people get tickled when they find an error. Let us know, you yeah. know, because we can... I talk to TYT every day. <laughs> Usually about 9 o'clock every evening, I'm on Skype with TYT to talk about this, that, and improvements and things like that. So let us know. Um, but, yeah, like we mentioned, two nineteen ninety nine with a free programming cable, free shipping within the U.S., that's a, that's a pretty pretty good deal. I would like to say, though, that, that Anthony – does a phenomenal job with these radios. He knows these radios, and he does talk with TYT all the time. Um, he's got this down, and 
he's I want to say this about him he does a phenomenal job with with working with everybody on these radios the only thing that I would like to ask if you call Anthony uh, with a problem or a question or whatever about the radios be nice he's he's a first-class guy and he will do whatever he can to get you you set up but just just be nice to the guy because he does I've seen him he he goes you know um, well over above and beyond what he needs to do for our customers here and at buy two way radios.com and um, you know what the old adage that you catch more flies with honey that works here too just be nice to him and he will do whatever he can to, to help you out just be nice <laughs> well and I pre- I mean I appreciate that but you know the big thing is is and I tell people this all the time We've been in business a long time, and we don't have time to put junk on the website. Mm-hmm. My sales staff doesn't have time to respond. If, if that's all we're doing is, uh, you know, I've got a shelf in my office that has, you know, radios that I think will be a good idea to put on the website. Good price point, looks cool. The features say it's, you know, does all this and does that. I've got more radios that don't make the cut. Yeah, we get contacted every day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. With it, new products. And we nine times out of ten, we turn them down. Right. 99 times out of 100, we probably turn I them down. I mean, I've got so many radios in there that just have not made the cut because I go and I go, you know what? This is going to be a problem. So with that being said, the Titerra stuff has made the cut. Mm-hmm. And since it made the cut, we're absolutely going to support it. You know, it's we're going to support it. If it's on there, we are going to support it. Now, keep in mind, we aren't the manufacturer. Yeah. We're going to do the best we can, but we're not the manufacturer. So, I mean, you know, you don't want to yell at everybody if it's right. here, if, pretty, it, if it's not working. But we'll do our I'm best. I'm pretty confident in saying we go a lot further than any of our competitors as far as supporting these products. Right. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I absolutely. tell people a lot, too, that, you know, one of the first questions I asked is, did you buy that radio from us? And if there's a no, you know, there's – I went to Amazon. How's that working for you? <laughs> I mean, really, it's the truth. How's that working for you? You can't call Amazon and say, how do I program my 2017? They're going to go, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's – it's it's you know, but I will say we will support <laughs> the radios. You know, they're on the site. They made the cut, so to say. We're going to support them. I know it gets frustrating with new stuff and – um you know, you want to use your new your new toy and and uh, radio on the on the on the nets and things like that. But you know, just be patient. Yeah, we understand yeah. frustration for sure, but just know we're going to take care of you. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, any other uh, comments on the MD twenty seventeen? Nope. We could talk about this one all day, actually, because there's a, a there's a that's got a lot going for it, but. Uh, uh, the the best is yet to come, as Anthony said. All right. Well, uh, before we get on to the comments and questions, just to follow up, we did a contest where you could win an MD 2017. This was uh, back in episode uh, 111, and this was a guess the date contest. And for those who emailed in or, or commented in to us uh, with the correct date, you had the opportunity to win an MD-2017. And the runner-up would receive a two-way radio show t-shirt. And we do have the winners. We want to announce the winners of the contest. Um, we're happy to announce that Daniel Mulatto 
KB3JSV was the winner of the MD2017. And uh, Kevin Ati, uh, N8VNR, is the runner-up who won the two-way radio show t-shirt. We want to congratulate uh, both of them uh, on the win. And uh, just to let you know, they actually tied, and we had to do a tiebreaker. As, according to the rules, if we had uh, more than one with a, with a tie, then we would uh, draw to, uh, to determine the, the winners, and that's uh, what we did. Uh, they were uh, pretty much almost, almost on the money there. So what was the winning date? The winning date, the official winning date was was June 20th. That's when we received our first batch. They actually came in two waves. And the first ones hit the dock uh, on the 20th, and then the second ones hit the date on the 21st. They were the closest. Uh, they both guessed June 22nd. Okay. They were the closest to it. So we want to so congratulate could, both of them. We need to call them and see if they can, because they're sounding like they're pretty good guessers, see if they can guess when the 9600 is going to be here. Yeah, I know. That's... <laughs> I like, I'd be able to see what their guesses on that, just to see. <laughs> exactly. Maybe, maybe we just, should resort to going to psychics or something at right, this point. Right. Uh, it sounds like they're both pretty clairvoyant here. Well, congrats. That's awesome. All right. Well, we have some comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. And uh, our first one, our first one comes from Paul, and he says, "Is there any way that I can program?" And, you know, he's referring to the programming the Baofeng UV5R from the keypad, and he wants to know, is there any way that I can program if I don't have the frequency number that other radios around me with in the same building? Thank you for any help on this issue, and that's from Paul. Um, and, uh, and no, uh, unfortunately, you need to know the frequency. Unless, you've got, the a frequ- unless you've got a scanner, a frequency counter. That's true. To do a close call, and then you can get their frequency and tone, and do it that yeah. way, but... Then they have to be transmitting uh, for you to get it. Right. I think there's a scan mode on the UV5R, but it's pretty, pretty slow, slow from yeah, what I it understand. Is. It is. It's a scan mode slow. only does what you have programmed into the radio, right? Or does it do – does it scan like a You know, I'm not mode? sure. If you're in channel mode, it will scan the channels that you have set up. But in frequency mode, it may actually – I've never tried it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I've never used it. Okay, and uh, and our uh, other one comes from uh, Alienware K. He says, um, I work in the paving industry as a traffic control operator. I set up signs and cone enclosures in Maine. The company soup contracts flaggers, but the flagging company supplies its flaggers with cheap two-way radio, and we often working in areas that have a lot of ledges and hills. So as you can imagine, the range is rather limited, four to six-tenths of a mile. So now what I'm looking for, I like to get a set of inexpensive but effective two-way radios that I could let my mainline flaggers use to get more range, eight-tenths of a mile or greater. And uh, apparently they're using FRS radios, it looks like. And that's from uh, Alien Wear K. Yeah, I think probably your best move is to step up to a, a four- or five-watt business radio. You know, maybe something like the ICOM uh, F2000 or the um, Vertex standard VX261, Kenwood uh, 3402, something in that mm-hmm. class. Um, that you'll you'll get great audio quality, and uh, you know eight tenths of a mile to a mile is, shouldn't be a, a big problem. I mean, obviously depending on terrain. Yeah. But it it would be a significant improvement over a, an FRS quality radio. Oh, definitely, definitely there. 
All right, well, that does it for our comments and questions this week. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buy2wayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, Blueberry.com, Google Play Music, or Stitcher Radio. All right, well, I guess that about does it for our uh, show this uh, time. Uh, Before we go, any other final comment? No? Nope. All right. I'd also like to give out a shout-out to um, Neil Rapp at uh, Ham Talk Live, the Ham Talk Live podcast. He helped us out in spreading the news about the MD-2017 contest. So I'd just like to give a shout-out to him and his show. And uh, he's another podcaster who uh, does a fine fine podcast on, on Ham Radio called Ham Talk Live. And you can hear it at uh, hamtalklive.com. We always like to support our fellow uh, podcasters and two-way radios when we can, and uh, uh, that's another fine show you might want to give a listen to. Uh, But thanks, uh, Neil. Appreciate that. All right. Well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWay Radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buy2wayradios.com. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening. And until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Beamster. And I'm Anthony Roque. And we're out. Out.